On this episode of Cutting Through the Noise, we cover the Traction Channel PR. We talk Amazon, local news, and what else did we talk about, Cassie? <laughs> oh, reaching your target audience. Reaching your target audience. Enjoy the episode. live <laughs> cutting through the noise yes cool cassie we are today talking about pr the yep. traction channel uh interesting traction channel because a lot of people equate pr with press release only it is the acronym after all yeah do people say i'm gonna write a pr well i don't think people don't say know. that wait isn't pr stand for public relations yeah oh <laughs> but maybe i just thought hey maybe maybe people say <laughs> okay, that okay I'm so on we're the same not page we're not in the press release business here at pintler group we are mostly yeah. a digital firm mm-hmm. but it's important to understand different ways that firms like a public relations firm might right. use press release to get your brand out there mm-hmm. it's traction channel for a reason because it has skyrocketed companies before mm-hmm. you've seen it before if you are a member of the oprah book club <laughs> You might think public relations is the real freaking right? deal. There you go. Uh, if you've ever been featured in a magazine or, mm-hmm. um, you know, highlighted on some list, it's it's publicity. Yeah. And your business can really benefit from it. Today, though, we're looking at it from a couple different angles. The mm-hmm. first is a way that Jeff Bezos uses it in Amazon. Yeah. Which is really cool because this is an internal press release. Right. Different than most people think. Yeah. Um, I know you had a chance to research it. Maybe I'll kick off with some of my sure. research and then we can kind of chat about Jump in. Yeah. how that could be applied to different businesses. For sure. So the way that I found uh, Jeff Bezos using press releases internally, and some mm-hmm. of you might have heard this before, he actually uses it when people are pitching new product ideas. Right. Amazon Prime is mm-hmm. a good example. At the onset of the idea, it might be confusing. Mm-hmm. Like what pains are customers... Are you solving for customers? Right. And when you're sitting at a conference table, you know, you talk about, well, you know, let's think about the margins of this idea, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. They sort of begin with the end in mind. Yeah. And think about how is this going to look on the cover of the New York Times? Right. And maybe for a small business, how is it going to look yeah. at the business <laughs> section of the Sunday edition yeah, exactly. uh, in your local newspaper? But I thought that was a really cool mm-hmm. way to think about idea generation. Yeah because you have to simplify it. Mm-hmm. And so the way that they do it, um, and this comes from an article, and I can link up to the show notes, mm-hmm. from a former Amazon employee. Um, basically, he says, Amazon is focused like a laser on customers, period. Cool. Instead of starting with an idea for a product and trying to convince ex- executives that customers will love the idea, Amazon works from the perspective of the customer to come up with the ideas that will legitimately generate value. Mm-hmm. For example, Prime was created because it was understood with Amazon that customers wanted to buy quality products for less money and customers want to receive products as fast as possible. Fast forward to today, we have two-day shipping. Yeah. It's like we're here. people just expect it, right? It's now the future. And we're in Montana. Think if you're in New York City, it's like oh, same yeah. hour Seriously. delivery. Yeah. Um, and then at a high level, the press release follows this outline. So we're mm-hmm. at a meeting and Cassie, you come to the meeting and say, okay, I have this idea. You would start with a heading, name the product in a way the reader i.e. your target customers, will understand. Mm-hmm. So this is not, you know, cost-saving FedEx right. two-day. Like, no, this is Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. two-day shipping guaranteed. Yeah. Subheading, describe who the, market, who, who the market for the product is. So that would be, you know, customers in everywhere USA. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they do international too, probably. Probably, it's I don't probably know. probably <laughs> like drones. 
Summary, give a summary of the product. That's mm -hmm. self-explanatory. The problem, describe the problem your product solves. Be clear, period. Solution, describe how your product solves the problem. A quote from you, so a quote from the business. Mm -hmm. And then this is kind of cool. A quote from the potential customer. So of course oh, the product yeah. hasn't existed yet. Right. But they're going to pretend like this is the mm -hmm. this is something that somebody who uses the product yeah. would say. Would say. Yeah, and, that's really neat. And then a closing and a call to action. So how to sign up. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on their yeah. strategy? So a few things that I thought when I was reading through it and hearing you talk is, first of all, not only is it a practical way to actually pitch a product because you're getting your ideas all in one place, um, but with my psychology background, I think it's a really great way to have um, kind of a positive brainstorming session where you're literally mm -hmm. putting your ideas on paper. Um, and one thing that I think is important to Amazon is that they are acting as if this has already been a huge success. Right. You're not um, pretending like maybe it's going to take off. So you're setting yourself up for success and you're setting yourself up for big success yeah. while also pitching um, a product that you're passionate about and that you can actually see people using. So it's, it's kind of a visualization. Exactly. Technique. Yeah. Great athletes, coaches. Right. I think Maestrzewski of Duke says, okay, a lot of a lot mm -hmm. of time of our practice, maybe not a lot of time, but right. they spend time just Thinking closing their it. eyes, visualizing yeah. like what's it going to look like when we're ripping down the banners? Right. Like how are we going to climb the ladder? Mm -hmm. What piece of the net are you going to yeah. cut first? And <laughs> right. so that they can picture that end moment. Okay, mm -hmm. now how do we fill in the gaps? Right. And so from a, I know the Traction Channel this week is PR, mm -hmm. but I, this is a cool way to think about the press release first and then mm -hmm. develop the idea, maybe segment it to a small subset right. of customers, do some you know lean lean startup mm -hmm. type launches and then iterate on the press release. But yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good practice. Yeah, I think it's it's really interesting. Um, I feel like we implement some of that here in our office with goal setting mm -hmm. and I think it's really similar. Um, but they're, you know, again, writing it from the perspective of their potential customer or the market they're targeting. So that's, um, I think that's a key piece yeah. for them. Yeah. Like would the customer actually say this? Right. Would they actually be interested in this product? Yeah. Well, if you put yourself in the shoes of someone working for Amazon trying to develop a product, I mean, I would probably just try to develop as many as I can, hoping that one would stick. But this mm -hmm. way, I think it forces them to actually think about what is, you know, a real possible product that you could develop um, yeah. or that Amazon could use. So yeah. Yeah, very cool. And the customers would be interested in. Yeah. The, the thing we didn't talk about was in addition to the press release, uh, the executive team requires a six page like memo that everybody just oh sits quietly and reads before anyone starts talking. <laughs> so but former executives and employees say, hey, when I was at Amazon, the meetings were, you know, the most engaging that I've ever been a part of. Right. So to describe meetings that way is pretty cool. Yeah, no kidding. Having been a part of pre-meetings and meetings and meetings. Yeah. You know. So do you think that press releases externally have, um, ha are they less popular now? Or do you think they're just different? I definitely I think guess. they're different. Yeah. There is definitely a need when you're launching a new product. Mm -hmm. Think about we're in Missoula, Montana. Right. Um, Uber mm -hmm. came to our town maybe a year ago. Yeah. Maybe a little more, maybe two years ago, let's Wait, call it. You're putting us like way into <laughs> yeah, people like the are stone like, age of Montana. Did they record this in 2009? <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> Yes, so we got 19 people. <laughs> which side note, my first Uber ride in Montana, I hit the button because I'd used it in Chicago and thought this is really cool. Right. You know, the first time you yeah. use it, you're just amazed. And I hit the button and the car that pulls up to pick me up from the airport on my first Uber ride in Montana <laughs> 
was like a three-ton diesel truck, oh you know, quad, whatever, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, this is so stereotypical. It's like rifle stickers on the back exactly. window. <laughs> this is so stereotypical Montana. I had to like take a picture. He must have oh been like, gosh. is this guy crazy? But since then, okay. I've taken the stereotypical Prius there Uber ride in Missoula. That's so also they true. Exist the out Subaru, here. yeah. The Subaru, exactly. <laughs> That's uh, funny. But back to Uber. Yeah. So I thought Uber did a brilliant job at launching, mm-hmm. you know, using publicity, local news, um, even events, which is a separate traction channel, right. but just they didn't write a press release and send it to the Missoulian, our local mm-hmm. paper. They didn't, you know, post on their Facebook page organically without spending any money behind it and hope right. and cross their fingers and say people are going to. It felt like There's an more event. It. Yeah. It was like show up to our Uber launch party. Mm-hmm. And, and in some ways that could be the tracking channel unconventional yeah. PR, you know, or events. But I mm-hmm. think it, a lot of these traction channels are adjacent. Yeah, they start to merge together a little they bit. They do. There's definitely some mm-hmm. some uh, blurred lines there. But um, Uber, I thought, did a really good job of using traditional channels because you saw it in the newspaper mm-hmm. with 2019 digital Facebook event. Right. They launch it. They give you, you know, your first week or two weeks of Uber rides mm-hmm. were free. Yeah. So they bundled it with all these cool promotions. Um. But press releases for, you talk to like a traditional journalist. Right. Which you, we all know these people. Yeah. They show up and they've got their legal pad uh-huh. and their notebook. And you're like, okay, where's right. your iPad? Yeah. You know, what, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But they just have sort of a, um, it's like a, a mystique about the old days of, of newspaper. Mm-hmm. The words escaping me on how they would view this. But yeah. it's like they want to, you know, they want to be smoking a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> writing, a, writing in the right. op-ed or whatever it is. and. Those days, I do think, are behind us. Right. So the days when companies would send a press release and there was a bustling newsroom at all hours, mm-hmm. putting out the paper and printing Reading thousands of them. Reading the press releases, yeah. Choosing which ones, yeah. Yeah. Now it's really, mm-hmm. uh, you know, aptly knit, cutting through the noise. You got to yeah. get through yeah. to the right people. Because I think there's an overwhelming amount of media out for people right now. And I bet mm-hmm. the people that are writing it feel the same way. There's an overwhelming number of topics they could write on. Right. Um, so, you know, if they receive just a bunch of random press releases, that's maybe not going to get you anywhere, I yeah. guess, as a business. I think also, just to that point, yeah, things are so immediate. Mm-hmm. So if you send a press release at five o'clock, right. I mean, what are you doing? Are you mailing it? Are you yeah. mailing it? And now it arrives on the desk. Like whatever happened uh-huh. has already hit new. If it's really For newsworthy, sure. it's yeah. people are going to find out about it. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it for the sole sake of promoting your product, mm-hmm. it can probably feel a little spammy. Yeah. Like, oh, make sure to subscribe here to right. our newsletter. You know, no one's printing a public yeah. press release on a newsletter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but times have changed. I mean, we tried it, right? right. So we launched Closing Day, mm-hmm. the podcast. And our idea was we got featured early because of a connection you had here. Yeah. And they did a cool article. They interviewed you. They interviewed me. And we, mm-hmm. we, we had some quotes in there. And then we thought, geez, that worked beautifully. Other we got people. 700 downloads in like 24 hours. Yeah. Let's do that to every city in Montana <laughs> yeah. and regionally. And we sort of put one together and mm-hmm. it, was, it was kind of mail merge insert editor right. of the Bozeman Chronicle here. Yeah. And it was kind of a flop of a, right. of a push. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I noticed during that was that the independent or the people that we were sending emails to about our product. Mm-hmm. The writers themselves don't necessarily have um, maybe as specific of a job as they used to, oh. covering one topic. Um, 
I think, you know, when you're talking yeah. about the bustling mailroom, there was someone that covered like new new right. buildings new being business, built in town or whatever it was. Yeah. And I think there is some of that still. But I also think there are a lot of these entry level reporters who are doing a great job of covering many topics mm-hmm. um, because they're just trying to write a lot. For, right you know as much as they can a lot of plate spinning right and you're like oh we saw that you wrote this piece on Definitely. housing you must be the expert in housing mm-hmm. like actually my undergrad was in like sports management so yeah I do this. <laughs> i'm going to the volleyball game yeah. later i'm going to like the city council meeting right. this afternoon just because he wants to get their name yeah. you know in so the they paper. don't have an expertise yeah and, um, i however have had some more success in other businesses that i've been with um with press releases but i think that's due to a long-standing connection Um, personally who I was working with had done multiple, um, sent out multiple press releases for different events, um, with a a second business. And so when we were working Mm -hmm. together, um, she already had connections at the newspaper, similar to, I guess, our original article that was written about closing day. Um, we had those connections with the newspaper and people that we knew who would actually, um, take the time to read our press release. And so Mm -hmm. we knew that sending that out. However, we again tried to send that same one to Billings and got the same response as we did here for closing day. So there is more to say about having a personal relationship um, maybe than there used to be. That's probably because of the influx of um, there's so much that they could go through. What do you think about controlling your own message? So being your own media outlet, Mm -hmm. because before everything would funnel through the local newspaper or through the you know, the Sunday edition was the way mm-hmm. that people got their news. Now there's so many different ways. Yeah. Do you think there's opportunities for folks who say PR is a channel that I could use? I mean, Instagram, like tagging a news source. Right. Or Facebook, like mentioning a news source in a quick announcement. That's, yeah. That's not structured like a press release, mm-hmm. but is uh, just kind of calling out, hey, you should share this on your feed because that might reach just as right. many people. Yeah. You know, I've seen that actually take place where people mm. do um, post something that's interesting and a local news caster and journalist uh, finds it and messages them on social media. So I think it's definitely possible. Um, I also think that maybe sometimes the people that are manning the social media are able to um, share more things because, you know, maybe they're not writing a bunch of articles like the person we yeah. tried to email. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's easier for them just to share a story onto a news and page. And if they share it and there's a typo in your right. piece, they're like, yeah. well, it's not my, I didn't write it. Yeah. They wrote that. Mm-hmm. We've got the AP style guide here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, you know, they live by journalists' yeah. AP style. They sleep that's, on it like a pillow. That's sure. right. <laughs> Asmosis through the pillow it goes. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's their Bible. And, right. But we... You know, we're kind of, hey, we got a blog post, we got a new mm-hmm. product, even like this podcast service. Right. It's got to be newsworthy. But if we share it and say, hey, podcasts are on, on the rise, the average podcast mm-hmm. listener to X, and this is why we're doing it, that might be newsworthy to them, but right. maybe not mm-hmm. enough to meet the... For them to spend time writing it themselves. Yeah. I also think this is where the traction channel of blogs also kind of merges because, mm-hmm. I mean, writing a blog about your service can sometimes stand as that um kind of press release that you send out onto the social media you know right or maybe it's a, like something that you sponsor um and you kind of act as your own distribution yeah um it all sort of starts to merge <laughs> thinking about press releases too we used to at the university think about mm-hmm. is this newsworthy is right. a question that we would ask i'd be curious if there's articles that maybe we can link up that help people answer that question with 
like right. a five bullet checklist yeah like is this newsworthy or is it just kind of mm-hmm. spammy yeah am i just promoting my product here definitely <laughs> or is there yeah. actually something a to value announce here? yeah like amazon you'll see as always i know we've mm-hmm. talked about amazon a lot um but it seems like it's newsworthy because it impacts so many people mm-hmm. like hey we're now it's one hour delivery in new york and that might make the new york times right or um ways that they can make their people's lives easier mm-hmm. it's not just oh we've had this new yeah person that we hired although mm-hmm. that sometimes makes press releases too yeah well i think it's kind of about where who you're trying to target i guess you know the missoulian is obviously a large range of people that would see that information right um in the example i was talking about earlier where we found some success sending out pr uh, press releases we also found a little bit of success reaching out to people that were in more niche markets um with you know, someone from New York that had an email newsletter mm-hmm. um, that published a little bit about us just because um, their specific market was interested in what we were doing versus the Billings Gazette. Not as many of their readers might have been interested in what we were doing. Sure. Um, so I think there are those niche like magazines or mm-hmm. um, even newsletters that are probably even read um more than newspapers yeah. so well it's a big allure yeah when you see a newspaper say we reached twenty thousand people right we reached sixty thousand people yeah but then you really have to ask yourself as mm-hmm. a business are those the right people yeah and maybe my time would be better spent reaching these 500 people right instead of these fifty thousand. yeah maybe if you're opening you know the first ice cream shop in your town that's something everyone would love to hear about of course but if you're you know developing a new app or piece of technology that hardly anyone will use um then yeah maybe it's about segmenting right and giving that to more people that will care yeah for sure yeah those big numbers can be blinding Mm -hmm. 50,000 people I could get in front of but yeah ultimately how many customers are you going to Mm -hmm. and we talk about that a lot here is you know segmenting yeah and it can be applied to really every traction channel Mm -hmm. it's like even in PR yeah spend your time like time is a valuable resource and so if you can spend that time right targeting the groups of the clusters where your customers Mm -hmm. hang out which maybe we should write a blog post on persona targeting Mm -hmm. yeah that'd be a good idea because then you can start there. Okay, mm-hmm. What's our persona? Yeah, this is where we're starting. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, whether you're writing a blog post or mm-hmm. like targeting ads on social media or something. Yeah, right. definitely. PR is a really yeah. interesting one. Yeah. So if, unless you have something else to add about press releases, no. sometimes when we get, like you said, get stuck talking about PR, that's all you can think of is press yeah, release. Right. But what are some other things? I mean, maybe being on a local news channel, TV, yeah. or radio, or... What are some other things? Yeah, I think we've covered a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and this book, Traction, was written in 2014. Right. I think 2019 it might be uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like just trying to get, because there's news sources now that mm-hmm. talk all about different software products. Uh, people yeah. review colleges if you're in higher ed. Right. People will go to different banks and see what was my onboarding process at this bank mm-hmm. and see if you can connect with them. Like, hey, we want you to see our onboarding process. Right. It's really different. Um, that's sort of influencer outreach. We talked about that a little bit last week. Right. But it all, again, merges kind yeah. of the, the same. The yeah. lines merge. Um, really, when, when PR, think about it, people think tend to think of PR as free mm. because it's sure. publicity. Yeah. Uh, I would push back a little bit on that and just say that PR to do it right takes time. Yeah, which, which isn't free if you're starting a business. Hey, yeah. if you're starting out and you're yeah. like 
dollar per hour like if you're making thirty dollars a month mm-hmm. and you can afford to spend 30 <laughs> yeah. hours uh, on that yeah you know do it because you can't spend money on ads yet yeah boots um, on the ground kind boots of on thing. the ground indeed yeah uh, but yeah getting on a local tv station you'd have to ask yourself is that where i want to be mm-hmm. again it comes back who to who is watching it yeah, yeah oh it's the local news and that might make sense if you're a demographic trends older yeah people watching the seven o'clock news exactly if you're trying to get on vice news perhaps that's a different demographic you know yeah versus npr or something yeah yeah and then make that your goal and how are you going to get there how Mm -hmm. am i going to get how am i going to get featured on vice news how am i going to maybe start with the local news yeah (laughs) i'm going to get focused on the local news Mm -hmm. and we we talk a lot about adding value providing Mm -hmm. value so how can you how can you not just be the cold email that winds up at the news desk, mm-hmm. but actually something that someone flags and says, there's something cool going on here. Yeah. You know, our viewers will actually learn or get something out of this experience other than just another yeah. um, advertisement. What do they say? We take in like so many hours of advertisement each day. Yeah. Because like everything, totally. <laughs> everything's advertisement. There's something positive happening. Yeah. I have a friend who owns a dry cleaner in Buffalo, New York. Okay. And their dry cleaner runs... Uh, I forget exactly what they call it, but it's like gowns of May. Mm -hmm. And it's always when there's the prom and the senior ball going on there at the high schools Uh in Buffalo. And I could could hear like my Buffalo accent coming back (laughs) out when I was talking about Buffalo. Oh my gosh. But the news channels scoop it up. They love it. It's this Mm -hmm. great event that they throw. They invite high school kids to come in and they dry clean these old, people can donate old senior gowns. Awesome. Hordes of students come in, pick out these, brand gowns. i mean yeah. worn ones like brand looks right. brand new yeah oh, thousands of dollar gowns that people wear once That's and then awesome. donate mm-hmm. and uh and they just get so much coverage and mm-hmm. it's a great thing it's great for the community yeah and it's a feel-good story mm-hmm. and it's not like come see our new washing machine that's right eco-friendly like, or oh. wash all your suits here yeah right yeah right. definitely but it shows that they're community involved that's something um, that I think is important with press releases for sure. Yeah. Another thing we were talking about was um, using media and press releases. And I think that is important yeah. now because most of them will be online articles um, or e-emails, I guess. Right. Yeah. No longer do you have yeah. to uh, send the stamp mm-hmm. and like fold it up in an envelope. Yeah. And then, oh, here it is. There's a press yeah. release. Include a video. Like, you right. got some cool stuff going on. Include the video from last year's yeah. gown or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are going to send a hard copy, which I've actually heard since nobody does that anymore, it can oh, stand out. You're right. Yeah. For a press release. Um, I've also heard if you're local, you can hand deliver it on top oh, yes. of a pizza box. Oh, my gosh. With, a, of course, a or pizza. Or donuts or, yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. You're going to get their attention. And for the five <laughs> okay, or ten bucks point, that a pizza point. costs. Maybe it's um, a good move. It might be worth it. Yeah. Think about ten bucks in Facebook mm-hmm. ads versus like a ten dollar pizza. And yeah, mm-hmm. the time to drive it across town. But Yeah. Thinking again back about um, providing value to your customers, I read the other day that one of the breweries in town, when they first started, um, they actually got a little segment on TV where they um, talked about brewing beer, like on local television. I think they're on for like a half hour and they just talked about what different things add up to different flavors. And, um, you know, then once they opened their brewery, then people knew them as the people that know how to make good beer. Right. Um, so all along they had this idea of, you know, we're going to open a brewery, but they didn't just tell the news that, you know, they showed that they were the people that actually knew it. Right. So that could be leaning towards unconventional PR, but um, similar. I like that. Yeah. So they provide, you know, provided that value of 
these all these people trying to homebrew you know beer or whatever but ultimately they're gonna go buy it eventually yeah and they're gonna reach and they can share it on their channels and it's kind of fun Mm -hmm. to share those things on your own media yeah it's in a lot of ways a validator yeah for folks you know we share the closing day article Mm -hmm. that we were featured in it sort of says okay this isn't they're not recording this in a basement right this is real here's some images of what we're doing here's the Mm -hmm. feed that was about us yeah and as far as i understand from reading that story they kind of did this show and then you know they said sorry we're done with the show but you can find us you know at right. a brewery great and yeah. so that's how smart it marketers yeah. <laughs> they are yeah good well we meandered in and out of pr yeah. <laughs> in this episode i think we definitely covered press releases uh-huh. there's tons of resources online about how to do this for sure and i think sean's gonna put together a video about some of the nuts and bolts yeah of that. and a blog so we'll, also coming out yes this week. so we'll yeah. make sure to include those in the mm-hmm. show notes um but if you have questions let us know. Hit us up on the website, pintlergroup.com. Yeah. Um, PR is an interesting one. It mm-hmm. takes time. We can help you craft a strategy, but ultimately it's like get that persona down and figure mm-hmm. out, hey, where are the channels that your audience is and how to get in front of them? Mm-hmm. And sometimes blanket PR can be good. Yeah. It's all about personal uh, That's uh, it. Business. We should invite the TV crews to come record this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here we are. Yeah. All right. Cassie, cool. cool. Yeah. Good episode. Sweet. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks.